We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I feel like my... <clears throat> is, does my voice sound fine? Yeah, what happened? I screamed a lot yesterday on the oh, roller on the coasters. rides. So many rides. My, my it, Like, my voice is sore. You my throat is sore so from the screaming. Much. It's I was like screaming. Which rides did you go on? Coney Island. I did the cyclone. I did the steeplechase, the one where you're like on the horse and you're like mounting a horse the whole time. I did the soaring eagle was closed. It was broken. I did the one that goes straight up. I think it's called the thunderbolt. That was great. No, thank you. Then I did no. the tickler. And then I did this one that was actually the best ride. And I don't know what it was called, but it was like, you're in a spinny circle thing, but then the spinny circle mm -mm. also r r rolls around 360 no. degrees. No. So I was upside down, but I was also spinning. No. And then I went home. That sounds sick. <laughs> it was great. A lot of screaming, a lot of like putting your life in. The thing about amusement parks is you're putting your life in the hands of 14-year-olds. Well, I love that that's your perspective, and yet you're still there doing every single ride, it seems like. Where you look up and you're like, this is dangerous, and then you give someone $7. <laughs> the 14-year-old just sort of like pushes on your thing and is like, yeah, it's secure. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> like, considering all the things that you don't do for those kind of reasons, it's amazing it makes that no you sense. do go do rides. It really yeah. makes no sense. Like, all the things that you Given are like, all I'm, I'm of passing my on that. Yeah. yeah. All of yeah. the things I refuse yeah. to but do. But you'll gladly do some of the you know the rides that are a 14 year old kid since on 1985 a 14 year old yeah. kid on coney island who's like okay here sit down and then pushing a button that's like spin <laughs> yeah go because you're the type of person who would get like whiplash on bumper cars and would affect you for your full life i know and my mom actually got whiplash on the rattler <laughs> in san antonio and it caused a really it caused an injury later in life she went in and her back started hurting well like, like years after we were on the rattler and she got whiplash they were, he was like, Did you, have you ever gotten whiplash? Because I feel like this spinal problem is caused by like 
a years old whiplash. And she was like, I got whiplash once on the Rattler in San Antonio at Fiesta, Texas, because they changed when the Rattler first opened. It was a much steeper drop and it was making people hurt. It was hurting people. So they had to make it less steep. Wait, this was in just in San, San Antonio, Antonio, Texas, or like in general, Texas. Okay. yeah. Wow. And it, my mom had to get neck surgery. Because of this Because ride. of the Rattler. I mean, that's something. So basically you could also, are you setting yourself up for the same injury? No, because they have, I mean, p- potentially. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's not talk about it. How was your weekend? You you brought it up. Well, now I'm ending it, it. Was, Lindsay. Now it I'm was, ending it. <laughs> oh my God. Now I'm scared. Well, I'm just going to lose my voice. That's the main thing. Okay, so my weekend was fine. But you know what I watched last night when I was making myself a delicious um, BLT (gasps) from fresh tomatoes? You know the best, like, meal you can make yourself is BLT. Yeah, I think we talked about this on Who Weekly. Like, I literally just focused the whole meal around getting a good tomato, and I got an amazing tomato, and then I made a BLT. Uh, What kind of mayo did you use? Um, The Japanese mayo that I have. The QP mayo? So good. QP with... With like a green heirloom tomato oh. and like not that good bacon. I think I'm going to upgrade my bacon selection for next time. You got to use and like an Applegate bacon, yeah, a thick cut my Applegate bacon. Was like bacon. A little weak. Yeah. But it was still, I mean, it was still like, are, are you kidding? Like incredible. Mm-hmm. And then a rye sourdough that I got from like this. Oh place my corner. God. I've never had a rye sourdough. That sounds so good. So I had this BLT and I was watching and I was so delighted because I was watching Andy and Wendy. Andy's show came back last night. It was like the season fall premiere, even though I feel like his show's on all the time, but whatever. I a talk show should not be allowed to break their shows down in the seasons. It's like no one knows. Know. No know. one knows. He's like season so 13. Wendy, it's like what? Wendy was on the premiere, like just her as a guest. Meanwhile, the show's like about 10 minutes total. Not including commercials. <laughs> the show is so short. Like it's such a short show. You bear you get to commercial. Show itself when you're watching it is like maybe a tight sixteen minutes. Well, yeah, when I woke up, I didn't watch it live. I just watched it the, the next day and I recorded yeah. it and I was like done in ten minutes. Yeah, basically. So Wendy was on Andy and it was like this the big lead up to it because she he had been on her show and they hadn't been on it. They had he hadn't she hadn't been on his show in six years, blah, blah, blah. And she did the most incredible thing, which was she she answered nothing but answered everything. Mm-hmm. Like she had answers to everything, but nothing was actually revealed, which is like the best thing ever. I mean, she's good at making it seem like she's answering questions, even though she's not. She's like a lawyer. It's also weird. And here's my the weirdest thing, which I said to you like a few seconds ago. She's off like a lawyer. The... That doesn't even make sense. But anyway, go on. No, my... she manages to like not understand how Andy's show works even though like she has her own show somehow mm-hmm. like she's kind of always like talking when the camera's on him like to the side and doing the things that like because his show is live you have to kind of just like let him lead you you can't really like try and do anything on your own or else it comes off sloppy she still she still like didn't she like did her own for her fully her own thing well yeah I think that's why she was alone she couldn't be with another person. No. I no, like the part it. where she says he's reading questions from the viewers, like printed out. And she's like, she interrupts him and she's like, are those from viewers or are they written by you? And he's like, no, they're from viewers. And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. 
And Norman was the bartender. That's her that like trusty sweet. hot topic sidekick who was a producer on Wendy. And she kept looking at him being like, oh, Norman, Norman, which I love. He asked if she knew the other woman and she was like, She's like no, I don't know I don't her. Know I've never her. met her. I don't, I've never met the baby. I don't know her. Blah, blah. How would, how would you describe your relationship with the other woman? And are you behind the Ferrari repo? <gasps> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There was a Ferrari that was repossessed. I saw it. Yeah. What, how would you describe your relationship with that woman? I don't know these people. I don't know the baby. I don't know the woman. I, I mean, I don't know uh, who Kevin became. I don't know who I am. Get out of here, Andy. Okay, <laughs> Wendy. I don't know if I believe that. She also said she had nothing to do with the Ferrari that was repossessed by the mistress, and I don't know if I believe that either. But I like when she goes, I really and like... she made a face that was like, do I? Yeah. Do I not know? And you're like, oh, Wendy. I really like the new me. I don't know who I've become, but I like her. And then Andy goes, and I like you in that DBF dress. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was like the whole conversation was just like about all these new people that Wendy hangs out with and is like connected to mm-hmm. and because of this. Like, and I think he kind of says like, is this all this? Is this because he was like blocking you? And she's like, I don't know. I just know that like... Like, I'm, I'm have a new lease on life, essentially. Mm-hmm. She called herself a bachelorette, which was funny. I liked when she got a little real. The, I think the most revealing part was, I don't remember the question that led to this, but she was, oh, someone asked her about how, what she thinks about Lisa Vanderpump leaving Real Housewives. Who? <laughs> the thing is, is that I love Lisa Vanderpump, but these housewives, like, people don't understand. Me, you, everybody is replaceable. And... I think that Camille Grammer has come in and put the hammer down. I think that Lisa Renner is a, is a formidable opponent. I, you know, like Lisa Vanderpump. St- I don't care. All right, let's go. And I feel like that's a pretty raw and honest that's thing to say. That's a very like I've been around for many years and have seen the cycles of these. She's people under no illusions of the fact that yeah. everything could be taken from her in two seconds because everything almost pretty much either has or almost has. Yeah, no, she's not. She's very familiar with the cycle of celebrity. Whenever, oh, someone Wendy asked if is. she ever fucked Biggie, and she was like, "You'll have to watch my Lifetime movie to find out," and and then like sipped her drink. He was like, "What's going to be in your Lifetime movie or whatever?" And she about like the divorce and all that stuff, and she was like, "Oh, I've had so many years of like good stuff before that. Like, we don't even need to get into that. Like, I have more than enough to like talk about." Mm-hmm. We're like, "Wait, what? Okay." <laughs> anyway, should we um move past? So. What happened, there are two events happened that like passes by so quickly this year that it was like shocking to me. One was Burning Man and one was Fashion Week. It's still, t- Fashion Week was last week and Burning Man was like what, the week before? Or, yeah, the week before. And usually Burning Man, we only talk about if there are celebrities there and usually there are celebrities there. But this year when I was like looking at who was there, literally it was only Paris Hilton. <laughs> it was, it Seriously. Was, what is it? Black Rock City? Black Rock City population one. Paris Hilton. It was I mean, it was, there were models, there were models. And they were Silicon Valley rich guys. Sure, but not even the good ones. I mean, there were no good ones. Not even the notable ones. Not even like Evan Spiegel and Miranda Care, you know, like not Not even even those people. Not even like Musk or anything. Yeah, like no one was there. No one was there. It really is. It's crazy. There were a lot of, um, uh, I saw a headline that was like, there were Victoria's Secret models and businessmen at Burning Man. And that truly is all it was. That's it. I mean, true. Usually there's like, a little a slideshow. Emily Ratajkowski shows up for like two hours and like wears like rope. That's the thing with Burning Man is you can't show up for two hours. So like only the strong survive. If you don't actually really want to go, there's no. Oh, point you know, going. Diplo went. 
But even only he was only sure. there briefly. But he worked. That's right. He DJs. So it's like that almost doesn't necessarily count because well, I mean it does, but that's like not even socialite attending. Yeah. That's just like attending because like you're gonna DJ one of the shows. But when you look at um the the headline I saw was from W and it's like you know a Burning Man recap. Almost every Burning Man recap begins with Paris Hilton because she was the most notable. And you know there's a problem with your event if she's the most notable person there. And it's like Paris Hilton, I'm rolling through the rest of it. Pauline DeCruet of the Monaco royal family. She needed a subtitle. As one of the biggest people at Burning Man, she needed a subtitle. Then there was Kelly Gale. Then there was Diplo. Then there was Simi Hayes. No, no, that doesn't count. DJ duo Simi Hayes. Alexina Graham. Do you know who that is? No. No. Alexina Graham. I don't either, but she like showed her butt in front of the love sign at Burning Man. You got to show your butt. Georgia Fowler? Georgia Fowler. I don't know who that is. I don't know who exactly. that is. Oh, Sharna Burgess. Isn't she a Dancing with the Stars person? Sharna? Sharna Burgess. I don't know. <laughs> Ray DeLeo, who's a billionaire. That's it. No one cared about Burning I'm Man I'm telling you, year. it was literally like and nobody you know was there. Our friends who are burners didn't go this year. Yeah, and none of the celebrities yep. went either. They knew. Yep. They knew they that none of the celebrities were going to be there. They all knew that this was going to be a low year. But I feel like last year was also a low year. Like, when was the last time there was, like, a lot of celebrities there? At least When did Julia Allison we... get married there? When did she marry herself? Like, five well, years ago? that was before our podcast started, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other yeah. event that Lindsay realized no one cared about this year was Fashion Week. I think more people cared about it, but it got it got some very weird week coverage this year right the most like prominent stories happened. about fashion week were pretty uninteresting like you know like something usually happens like somebody shows up or somebody mm-hmm. walks in something exciting and somebody d- does something surprise or exp- this surprise appearance or yeah this it felt very slow or it's just like a lot of randos came dressed interestingly you know like there wasn't even that like, didn't last year, like, Rihanna had a fashion show people cared about? She showed and... up to something. It's like there were there were fun surprise appearances. This one, whenever you search Fashion Week, you go to Google, you type in Fashion Week and News, you hit return, and it says people also search for Janelle and David Eason. The top stories of Fashion Week, Janelle Evans and her husband, David Eason. So the two, these two teen mom people? The bleakest, one of the bleakest storylines on Teen Mom. The bleakest. Maybe even filled, Farrah Abraham is filled as with as this, a, honestly. filled with abuse stories and dog death. It's absolutely bleak. So these are the two that like the dog got dog died and the like he got blamed shot. her and she blamed the him. Dog oh, got yeah, shot. He shot it. He shot the dog. We talked about this, but I don't know if we cut it. Maybe we did. Maybe, maybe we, we did. didn't. These two, they broke up. They got together. They lost custody. They gained custody, and so now they're at fashion they're week. Working. This is. They're working on their marriage and promoting their cosmetic line at Fashion Week. Here are some headlines. They have a cosmetic line? Yes. Here are the headlines. Janelle Evans and David Eason are all smiles as they sit front row at New York Fashion Week, another another website. Teen mom stars Janelle Evans and David Eason hit NYFW party after regaining custody of kids. And then this one, this wild thing. Move over, Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid. Teen mom star Janelle Evans has arrived at New York Fashion Week. And then... Radar Wait, gets to the point a little over. more quickly. Janelle and David attend an NY Fashion Week runway show after custody nightmare. And then TMZ, Janelle Evans and David Eason pushing cosmetics at New York Fashion Week. We're fat and happy away from cameras. And yet they're spending the entire time there in front of cameras because they need publicity. I'm so confused. 
I'm so confused. They're so starting her a cosmetic, cosmetic line, line is called J E. J E. Yeah. It's still it's it's already lowercase it's already, J lowercase E. It's relaunching. I guess it started in 2017. It's relaunching. She's expanding her cosmetics. I know you guys are here for Fashion Week this week. Yes. You got a new cosmetic line coming out. Yes. A lot of good things happening after a rough couple months. Is every, everyone good? Everyone happy? Everyone yeah, everything's, good? you know, I have a big support team here in New York that helps me out while I'm in North Carolina dealing with the kids and stuff. That's good. So, I mean, we have everything organized and we're really excited for the launch and we can't wait. You guys are doing good? Oh yeah, yeah, we're doing definitely. great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know. I know you had to address some rumors on Instagram. I was watching about pregnancy. Yeah. What was that about? Um, it's just every you know, she posts, every they, I'm they just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, years, as long as I've known her, they've always said, "Oh, she's pregnant. Look at the picture. Look at this picture." And I think she's I'm pregnant. just happy, picture. happy and healthy in a married relationship. So yeah. I mean, I think people, people gain, gain a little weight too when you know they're happy. So yeah, I gain some weight. I mean, we're happy. Happens all of us, right? Bad and happy. <laughs> you know, people- when you have a cosmetics line, don't you have to be sort of iconic in the realm of beauty? Like even the photo that TMZ put there. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, I mean specifically beauty, as in the industry. Because you look at the photo of Janelle there; she has terrible lipstick, terrible eye makeup. Her brows look awful. Why would you trust this person with a cosmetics line? I, I yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is. This is just like the fact that these two are the ones making most of the headlines that when you search Fashion Week is a pro- is the problem, is the problem. Whoever like, runs is, New York Fashion Week needs to really take a look invite, in the mirror. Yeah, don't, in, yeah, don't invite these they two. They need to talk to their publicity person and say like, this is the coverage we're getting. This is a problem. But it's weird because it's individual brands, not New York Fashion Week as a whole. It's these individual shows like... Anyone can have a fashion show. We'll get there. But like, yeah, anyone can just throw a fashion show. The other story that I saw getting a ton of coverage, apart from the one that just broke this morning, which we'll get to in a second, is that Eva Chen, whom I'm not sure we've ever spoken about on the show, wore a $25 Target hoodie in a Fashion Week emergency. She was like the editor-in-chief of Lucky, I think. And then now she works for Instagram as like, I'm the fashion person. Hi, my name is Eva Chen. I oversee fashion for Instagram. And I would say that I love my unexpected path to who I am today and where I am now. I'm Instagram fashion person. What fashion does that mean? Who knows? She's partnerships at uh, Instagram. She was editor-in-chief at Lucky and beauty and health editor at Team Vogue. Yeah, she's like a, she's not old, but a slightly older like Instagram influencer. Slightly older. That's um, rude. You know what I mean? Yes. Eva Chen, editor-in-chief of Lucky Magazine, just put out their new issue with Bradley Cooper's girlfriend, Suki Waterhouse, on the cover. Yeah, Eva has actually been called the Anna Winter of the digital age, and that's some high praise and very well-deserved. So tonight, Eva is giving us a taste of her fabulous, glamorous, high-fashion world. Eva Chen, 212, 1.2 million followers on Instagram. She just does, like, daily look. She's got a cute kid. And then she's... People she wrote really a book. Like her. That's I remember the thing. people think that she's really... People like her. She's a lot. like a New York social scene person. She's not a socialite, but she's like she might everywhere. Be a socialite. She because she a fits the definition of socialite. She's everywhere. She is. She gets I invited she to everything. She takes good photos. Her Instagram's an right. important place to be. Right. Right. She's very New York. Not to sound Carrie yeah. Bradshaw. She's very New York. Did you see this photo of Eva Chen with the hoodie? Yeah, she bought a hoodie at Target. This is very what I what I, I love know. about this. It's like. It's like targeted mommy blogging type. It's of very sus. Content. 
lowbrow, highbrow. It's like I had an emergency and I had to like go to Target. It's like, okay, cool. In a fashion emergency, I wasn't able to go home and change out of my pink and purple look. But I sort of think like you could have. You know everyone. You can change literally everywhere. You decided to do this because you knew it would be relatable and fun. And guess what? It sure. worked. Sure. I just don't. I'm too cynical. I don't believe this, but I, I like her, you know? No, I don't think that. I, but it's also funny because the sweatshirt says Marvel on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's picked, she's like in photos with people wearing like nice outfits and she's wearing a white sweatshirt that says Marvel on it. Like that is pretty funny, actually. And also, you know, fashion's so much about like yeah. the confidence and the the way you wear it. And so even if you told like if you told me this was her plan all along and this didn't get coverage, it was just like Eva Chen shows up wearing a Marvel thing. She may not have gotten headlines for it, but like I would have been like, oh, that looks trendy. She's wearing an oversized sweatshirt to a fashion thing. So what's the other what's the last fashion week adjacent? <gasps> oh, there was <gasps> let, let's skip this this little one and then go to this this incredible page six like tete a tete where Courtney Love, who is so whatever unpredictable in terms of the kind of press she gets got some good ass press that I she very uh, it seems like she's the one who sent the email to page six but whatever yeah but whatever love was she claims and has all the receipts to prove it was offered one hundred thousand dollars not to walk in but to just attend the fashion show for LBV which is the line um run by Joss Sackler who's married into the Sackler family, which owns Purdue Pharma, which is like the the reason the opioid epidemic exists. So she's like old money, but bad money, toxic money. She's rich because of the opioid crisis, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't want you to talk about that. So she gets a lot of bad press all the time for having this fashion line. So every story about her fashion line comes with an asterisk. By the way, she's connected to the opioid crisis, blah, blah, blah. But I don't even think what's crazy is like her fashion line isn't even necessarily popular question mark like it's not that cool it's like it it's sort of a it's not like this thing where people are like ignoring Mm -hmm. it's 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 not i'm trying to think of a brand that people love that is like everyone knows it's like it's like not amazon like i'm just saying like it's not like this brand that everyone loves that we all like pretend that that the sacklers aren't related to it's like a brand that like is is it really anything? She has it's a very hooey brand. Fashion Week. She definitely makes clothes. It's fine. It's hooey. Like who wears it? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. But it's it's, it's ugly run as hell. by this woman who who gets all her money from like essentially the opioid crisis. So she on the, yeah. she's doing this fashion line LBV. No one wants to come. There were already stories like a couple days ago about how like no one wants to attend the LBV fashion show because it's a bad look to attend the LBV fashion show. So she already is getting bad press. She's already worried about attendance, apparently. Then this story breaks Monday morning and Courtney Love is like, Joss Sackler tried to pay me $100,000 just to attend the fashion show. And she was like, are you kidding me? I'm a recovering opioid addict. I talk about it constantly. I'm not going to go to your fashion show. And she has all these emails that are like... um, Elizabeth Kennedy and Joss are huge fans of Courtney. She she best embodies the women they are dressing strong and undeterred. And it says, the brand has no relation to Purdue other than Joss is married to the family. Which is enough. Which is Aside from everything. So these emails end up on page six's desk. And then they get a comment from Courtney Love, probably because she sent them the emails. And said, I am one of the most famous reformed junkies on the planet. My husband died on heroin. What is it about me that says to Josh Sackler, I will sell out to you? Well, I won't. 
And I feel like this is like yet another nail in the IPV and the LBV coffin. It it's getting nothing but bad press. Well, this is the earlier this year. I thought we were like kind of done with this. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, they were covered because the New York Times wrote about her, and they you know obviously mentioned all of the things and. Then she wrote this whole thing that was like women, you know, because she she spun it into like be like a whole if a man and it's like not quite in this example is your is what you're saying true. Mm -hmm. Like not quite, not quite, yes. you know. And she yeah. said she said over and over again, like, I have nothing to do with the opioid crisis. Like just because like I'm married into the family doesn't mean I'm like complicit. And it's like, you know what? It sort of does. And she refuses to accept this, but is like very, very aggressively defending herself as like this unrelated it's more that, thing. Like the money that is being spent on this. It's not even about like I'm married, I'm complicit. It's like the money that how do I explain? It's like the moment you marry the someone, money you is funding this fashion. Like it's without even without take out you, the money from the family from this these drugs is funding this. Fashion when you are show. married, it is no longer your money. It is your. It is our money. You know, right. like in the in the eyes of the law, it is our money. So it's that's your money. That opioid money, that's yours. I'm sorry. So now Courtney Love is dragging them to hell, and I bet they didn't expect it, which is sort of like stupid on their part. Courtney Love is going to start shit. Courtney is going to start shit. Courtney's going to start shit. What is next on this thing? Oh, I love this photo of Kate Moss, Julianne Moore, and Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini having a moment. Good for her. For a while now. Are you kidding? I know. She's nominated for an Emmy, right? I don't Good know. Good for her, for that show. She's been having a moment. Well, you know who's not having a moment? Who? Iggy Azalea. <laughs> well, she is having a moment. It just hurt. <laughs> Quote, it crawled up the inside of my pant leg. Iggy Azalea is stung by a hornet four times as her comeback album flops the charts. Meanwhile, this is her hometown writing about this, Daily Mail Australia, <laughs> which is even sadder. It's like, don't you guys have any sense of, of hometown pride? The way that this is um, constructed as some sort of like these simul... Because they love doing like the simultaneous stuff as this is happening. Like tragedy happens amid whatever as though they're happening like simultaneously in the exact point of view of the person. It's like Iggy Azalea is being stung by a hornet while she's watching like the live iTunes charts, like bleep, 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 like going down. And a hornet's just like sting, 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 sting. The girl who kicked the hornet's nest. The girl who flopped the iTunes charts. The girl who flopped the iTunes charts. God. That's the, uh, that's the Stieg Larsson series we need. That one will cause us to remember the star. <laughs> Iggy Azalea as herself. Oh, Jesus. What would be the other one? The girl who kicked the hornet's nest. That's great. The girl who flopped uh -huh. the iTunes charts. The girl who walked uh -huh. a mile in these Louboutins. Walk a mile in these Louboutins. Walk a mile in Louboutins. <laughs> That's the Did, only, like, thing I remember from her now. I know. It's really... It's... Her fame is sort of... It's sort of special. It's a it's a pretty How extreme... It it's an extreme one. We don't really have that many one-hit wonders these days. You know? Yeah, but she's not a one-hit wonder. But she follows, she follows a, the, the she dots of the one-hit wonder. Hits, yeah. But it's also weird because she has a. Her fame came at the point when we were ready to start canceling people for things, and she became the. She wasn't. Mm, her talent and her songs weren't good enough to survive the cultural cancellation that she got. Mm -hmm. Get it? Yeah, but I think there's also something about like. 
it's I feel like it's both harder and harder and it's harder and harder to break into the music industry but once you're there people are more forgiving of you like you know like Lil Nas X maybe 20 years ago if this kid had shown up and released a song like it would have gone he would have had that hit great he wouldn't have gone anywhere after that I feel like we're it's we want to only give more help to established voices you know Mm -hmm. so it's like because he had the one hit people are more willing to throw money at him to make sure that he gets more hits you know what i mean like one hit wonders are fewer and far between now and iggy azalea seems to be like a relic of a time when like not even like very recent history where success wasn't as guaranteed once you get it you know what i mean it's just like there's there's some sort of parallel here please sorry i'm going very galaxy brain here no i'm i'm trying to think but you know like how like um it's it's there's there's a relationship to the fact that like you know how people are like uh, the top five movies at the box office are all existing ip you know like they're just sequels or remakes where people only want to like um throw money behind i'm talking about like industry people people who have um pre-existing success and like a precedent for succeeding you know yeah and so it's like when you come out of nowhere and make a hit then like okay you're good at this we're gonna make sure that you have another hit I feel like there was, back in the day, it was easier to just be like, okay, ne- thank you, next, in a way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, kind like, of. I'm, yeah. I just feel yeah. like the one-hit wonder narrative doesn't really pop up as much as it used to now. I just feel like, here's here's my here's what I would say is the other point about this, mm-hmm. is that streaming kind of prevents a one-hit wonder. Yeah, or- that's it pushes you out of one hit wonder dumb it's so much easier to find the other stuff it that and also it's so much easier to sell the other stuff because you're you're not just like traditional chart selling mm-hmm. you're also like get it on tiktok get it streaming get it like there's mother other routes mm-hmm. to have your second quote-unquote hit and also what defines a hit it, we're unclear but I like mean, look at lizzo not not to compare but like Yes, Lizzo is extremely ta- he's so talented. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Lizzo's so talented in all these ways, but I feel like there if Lizzo had come to the scene in like 1992 and like she releases Juice or she releases Good as Hell, it would have been harder for people to have discovered and made Truth Hurts a bigger thing, you know? Like that couldn't have happened 10 but years ago. But I also ago. just feel like it it is culturally you're able to be more places now mm-hmm. so that the the chart one hit wonder quote unquote doesn't really mean anything yeah, yeah. now because it's like you can be a hit here, a hit there, a hit there. I mean, look at BB Rexa. It just means BB had Rexa. Like, and you also, you just, it's more like it's, it's not, you're not, it's undefinable. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Look at well, BB Rexa. BB Rexa, Rexa it's BB like Rexa. through sheer persistence, you know, BB Rexa is like, I will not, I refuse to be a one hit wonder. And like, she keeps getting chances. And guess what? Now she has multiple hits. But I also think looking back, we'll call some of these people one hit wonders, even if they had more than one hit, because the idea is like, what do you remember? Because I think one hit wonder is also just more about the cultural, like conscious. So how long did that person last? Whether or not they had like billboard charts or not, I still think Lil Nas X is technically a one hit wonder. Like, We'll look back in ten years, and so even so, even though one person will be like, "Remember Panini or whatever," we'll still say like, "But come on, like the first song was so 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 big that there's no way to compare it." Like Carly Rae Jepsen, still a one hit wonder. I think Uh. it's just I think it's too it's there's too much debate there's too much gray area now. Where like back in the day there was no gray area. You either had a hit or you didn't. 
You know, like you were right. on and, the radio those, or you weren't. Right. But those hits directly up, directly affected how famous yeah. you were, and now they don't. Is yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. Saying. Like, and I think that one hit wonder is a state of mind. I I still think that it's more about looking back because no one. It, we are so rarely now in the time of things saying one hit wonder, mm-hmm. one hit wonder. It's always like, remember Meredith Brooks? Ah, one, one hit wonder. I'm just saying you know, I, and, that just and, doesn't exist anymore. I. I, I I kind of think that it still does is I guess what it's, I was it's making evolved. It's not it's a, it's not the same thing at all. It's not the same thing, but I think we're still we still look back on things and we have to categorize them in some way and we'll say, Oh, uh, you know, so and so one hit Carly Rae Jepsen one hit wonder. And then the real stands will be like, No, she had a you know, nom 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 and it's like, No, like she was. She was. Tire marks, tire marks. Finish line with fire marks. When the relay starts to move on the way train. Master, she know the pants got spit like a pet. Her raptor bench, her deal like gold, like dash, her fast, her motorbike faster. And you gotta get a bitch, pass her a raptor. Wipe her scope, I can blow like a wind. Pass your rooftop in the wind. When I win, when I win, I win, no win. I win, they good like she got hoes on call. Got hoes on call to come through, take a protocol. Just damage it, that's my protocol. This many Australians don't slow for no camera. I don't care who you are. No good map, gotta give me to your roll. Pitch my point, put a pick me to join. Gotta twist this beat, I'm spraying my joint. Trick, crack, rap. Walk to the pop, pop, who know to the rant. See, you know, take your ass, you do it. The top of this ad copy says aura pronounced aura, but what it should say is aura pronounced like Rita because it is. It's Rita aura, but this is just we're aura, quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts because we've both been giving aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads, it's true They've though. Never. Because Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Anyways. What's next? This is just Jared. I just I, I just Jared. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with just Jared. I just Jared. I would. I I'm just obsessed. Jar- just I'm obsessed. Just Jared noticed that Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan were going to the same party and lost their full fucking mind. Here's a headline. This is Saturday, September 7th at three o'clock p.m. Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan promote their new projects at TIFF 2019 on same day. That article ended with the sentence, we hope they'll get the chance to see each other this weekend. (laughs) Sunday, September 8th at 4.02 a.m. Fifty Shades Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan went to the same party at TIFF 2019. Sunday, September 8th, 2019 at 10.16 a.m. Jamie Dornan confirms he ran at Dakota Johnson at Toronto Film Festival. He confirms. I, I just love this series. It's like, they're promoting their parties together. They're going to go to the same party. They're at the same party. Did they, they, they come here? <laughs> and then the answer to that is like Jamie Dornan literally giving an interview in which they said like, oh, did you see like your former like Fifty Shades co-star Dakota Johnson? And he's like, yeah. Great to see her. You have another co-star here too, Dakota Johnson. Have you guys yeah. seen each other? Yeah, we saw each other earlier today. We were doing the same sort of press route. So uh, I've already seen her. I'm not going to get a chance to see her film, sadly. So 
to pay a ticket like everyone else. Another one of those series that just like came and went, like they were like, sort of a big deal at the time. And then like, who thinks about Fifty Shades anymore? He doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit. They definitely don't like each other. No one pairs them as a romantic couple anymore. It's not they like hate Ryan each other. and like not <laughs> the Ryan one takeaway from that whole press tour was that they hate each other. It's just the opposite of like Rachel um, McAdams and Ryan. Gosling. Yeah, it's like this is this is literally the opposite. <laughs> it's like a romantic couple that was paired together by a movie that no one gives a shit about and no one thinks that they ever hooked up because they had no chemistry. Yeah, like send me a memo whenever Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks are seen in the same room again, you know? Literally send me a memo. <laughs> send me a telegraph. Did you see Western Union? Did you see the clip of Did you see the clip of that I put retweeted of Tom Hanks running into the Hustlers cast? No. He he's he gets because he's doing press for like Mr. Rogers, which is like whatever, it's fine. Like I, I he needs to stop doing movies I don't care about. But he's like in the room. You just just go to my Twitter. He's in the room and he sees them and he's like, "Ladies, hey!" And they're all standing like getting their photos taken and everyone's like, "Tom Hanks and the Hustlers crew, like they're gonna they're gonna interact." And then he goes up to them and he he starts he he shit he hugs every single cast member starting with Julia Stiles. He hugs each of them, and then he like stands at the end because like they're like, "Can we get a picture?" And he's like talking about the movies and they're like, we're so excited to see your movie, Tom. And it's like, no, you're not. Whatever. <laughs> like liars. I am. And then at, and then at the end, he goes, you know what I heard your movie needs more Tom Hanks. And he walks away. <laughs> it's like, it's so cute. That's good. But it's like watching Jennifer Lopez actively excited to see Tom Hanks. Like they're all, it's the. I've never seen somebody where other famous people, actually, they all care about him the same way. You know, they're all like thrilled uh, to see him. What did you just send me, Oliver Text? Oh, um, Ellen, I guess, went on her show today and said that she met <laughs> yeah. baby Archie. And she was like, I wasn't allowed to take a photo, but I drew a picture. And that's baby Archie. That's pretty that's funny, pretty honestly. Funny. Like one of the, that's a funny thing. Well, she Ellen, did. she's a comedian. Remember how <laughs> Ellen's funny? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to watch the college admission scandal? Yes. yes. We should do a Patreon episode about it, actually. Oh, my God. You're so right. When is it a premiere? October. It has Put a thing on the, on the thing. October 12th. Put on the calendar. October 12th. October Put it on 12th. the calendar. Did you watch the trailer? Looks great. Inspired by true events. You studied Darwin last year, didn't you? Yes. Some species survive and some don't. Two desperate mothers. I will teach you how to make an impression. We'll do anything. He's losing his way. Involved in a nationwide scandal. You are worth every penny of the half million dollars that we paid you. You do such great work for so many people. There must be something you can do. There are things. One thing in particular, actually. Yeah, I thought it looked it's amazing. It's funny that it's like... I'm psyched. It's Mia, Mia Kirshner from The L Word. I'm their, so excited. Jenny. It's from their... It's from the Lifetime series, the Ripped, uh, ripped from the Headline feature, because they do a lot of those now. I mean, so it's smart. truly ripped. So smart. It couldn't be. They don't faster. use the names. It's not Lori Loughlin and Felicity Huffman. It's like it's like no. Jill and Joni, but they're rich people who pay to get their kids into college. And guess what? They get arrested, and it looks really good. Did you see the photo? I just love that it's called the college admission scandal. Like it's the SEO title. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not even called like like learning for death or like learn. <laughs> that doesn't make any um, sense. Like teaching. You know, like can no, you think it, of a yeah, name a better? Think, um, I can't. I can't think of Parent, anything. Like, wow, that's... parental expulsion or like some some sort of thing, well, uh, like teaching the parents or like uh, fraud, major something fraud with fam- major family of fraud or major something. and fraud. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that bad? These are all, what should it be called? No, we need to think of a better name. These are We'll terrible. call Lifetime like, up. We'll be like, here, you should rebrand immediately. It could be called... Um, oh, ooh, like admission admissions. Admissions admissions. Or like, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Scandal. Student notes on groans. A, notes on a scandal. Student groans. Colon. College pains. No. Ugh, it, I, this is... There's too many issues here. Desperate for learning. Desperate for, for, for higher education. Or anything for my child, colon, the college admission scandal. Liar education. Liar education. Did you just search? No, I just just was thinking. I was just thinking. Liar education. So like liar education, the college admission scandal. Or it would be called fraud 101. Like something 101. Ooh, fraud 101 is good. Ooh. Fraud 101. Took us a while to get there, but we did. (laughs) Okay, so. We're going to be watching Fraud 101 on October 12th, starring What's-Her-Name, who is an iconic Lifetime star. What's-Her-Name? Starring Penelope Ann Miller. What's-Her-Name? Yeah, no, that's her name. Her name it literally is What's-Her-Name. <laughs> what is her name? What's it's so what's disrespectful is that she's not even listed on the very, very long Lifetime YouTube description of this trailer. What's-Her-Name? All I know is that she's the one who also played Mary Kay Letourneau in the Lifetime movie. I have information that you've been having relations with Philly Fula. When was the last time? You're a teacher. Oh my gosh. Oh. How could you have sex with a student? I have two boys. Am I supposed to worry about him being molested by his elementary school teacher? No! Are you having sex with other students? No! She's my soulmate. Soulmate. I think I need a lawyer. All-American Girl, the Mary Kay Letourneau story. Next Monday on Bio, True Story. Let's, let's just... And Mia Kirshner from The L Word, who played iconic Jenny. You, did you ever see The L Word? You didn't. No, I didn't watch The L Word. Mm, too bad. Penelope Ann Miller. Penelope Ann Miller. Starring Penelope Ann Miller. You mean what's her what's name? What's her name? Well, she has Penelope three. Penelope Ann, what's her name? All three of her names are named. All three of her names are like. Is she more or less iconic than like, um, who are the home, like um, Lacey Chabert or, you know, Lori or just the crazy thing is that Lori is, was the lifetime Hallmark queen. She was the Hallmark queen. This is Lifetime. So this is Lifetime, not Hallmark. Let's be real. Two wealthy mothers, Caroline, a sought-after interior designer, and Bethany, an owner of a successful financial services firm, who share an obsession Mm. with getting their teenagers into the best possible college. That's what this synopsis is. So there's also the Lifetime movie Escaping the Nexium Cult, which came out, the trailer came out a few weeks before this, which is coming out soon. What day is that coming out? That's also read from the headlines. Based on the memoir by Kat, by Catherine Oxenberg, whose daughter is still in the cult. A ripped from the headlines feature. This is much more than just top secret. This is about learning to reach your maximum potential. This master. This one comes out. Looking. Does it say? Oh, September 21st. At least they got to use the cult name in the, the title. That's good. Escaping the Nexium well, I think cult. It's because, well, I think that's because it's like public. It's like in the records now. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's there's video of them being branded. Ugh. It stars Peter, Peter Facinelli as the guy. Peter Facinelli's in it? Good for him. Yeah, he star- he's he's Keith, Keith Rainier or whatever. You okay These over there? fucking cats. They fought so hard. They Get away. Hey. <laughs> What they do? Knocked a box off the table that's filled with all this stuff. Oh my god, it broke. No. These idiots. They broke a snow globe. Oh, and it's leaking snow globe water. No. 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 
No. It's like glittery snow globe water is leaking. No. <laughs> no. Oh my god, glittery snow globe water is leaking. Ugh. Oh, it's everywhere. Do not eat the snow globe water. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. What do these cats give you? They take so much. Uh. Snow POTUS globe. is definitely going to eat the snow globe water and then like have to go to the hospital and like but they're going to be like snow globe water Jesus they're, they're curious but they're not drinking it okay good what's next on here oh god um I think I cut this because it was like just boring but Jeannie Mai is dating Jeezy and Kalani is dating YG and everyone's really excited about Kalani because I think I don't know everyone likes YG do they but I thought people also like Kalani they do no they do like Kalani she just had a baby too remember she had a baby recently yeah I just liked um, the Bossip headline, which was, who do you love? YG is clobbering Kalani's grass-fed cruelty-free cakes from Bompton to the Bay. That's very good. This is a lot about both of them, which I like. It really gives you, instead of, what Bossip does really nice is instead of telling you, like, rapper YG is clobbering, like, R&B singer Kalani's grass, you know, they're they're giving you their personalities and who they are without even doing that, like, shitty idea. Without doing, like, a very obvious like, descriptor. They're doing like, oh, you can tell that, well, you know from this, like she's vegan. She's like kind of a hippie dippy, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And you know that that's like Compton and the and the Bay are are related to this. Like they're like location wise, you're getting a hint. It's more like letting you take like taking you on the journey versus like telling you for SEO purposes who these people are. I'm looking at other um, Bossip headlines, but yeah. none are as good as that one. It's good. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good you one. You know what else is good? Gigi Hadid took her bachelor boyfriend to her grandmother's funeral. <laughs> I mean, I just... That's uh, a big deal. If, Anwar's like, why is and, this happening? But Anwar took Dua. Dua's there. Du I was like, who is this woman? Oh, it's Dua Lipa. It's Dua Lipa, Anwar Hadid, Bella, and Gigi, and the guy from The Bachelor. If this was my funeral... I would wake up and be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> well, you already left. <laughs> well, like my soul, I'm leaving is that again. what you're saying? No, I would get up again and go. Excuse me, I'm taking my body elsewhere. Bye-bye. No reality stars at my funeral. Honestly. But, no, this is disgusting. Get, get this guy out of here. <laughs> Who is this guy? Get him out of here. My favorite thing about this is that he showed up to the fam like the intimate family funeral, but then they came to the Tommy Hilfiger fashion show separately. That like, just what does shows that how, say? That's how Fashion Week works, baby. It's like the most boring version of it. No, but everything. I read that as like her thinking that the Fashion Week thing is way more serious. Like she can't be seen with him at the Fashion Week thing. But, but the, the funeral, funeral is like, fine, serious? whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Come with me to the funeral. It was like in another country, right? Wasn't it like abroad? He had to travel a long way. I honestly don't know, but I just love that everyone here has a celebrity boyfriend except for Bella, who like had the celebrity boyfriend. She had first. a celebrity boyfriend, but then like they ended. I'm just saying, like, where's her celebrity boyfriend? He can't come? Gets, gets Duba someone. looks great. Funeral chic. Considering that they're all at a funeral, she looks great. Everyone looks really good. I mean, this is like, it's like boring because it's just a photo and it's just a continuation of a story we've talked about, which is like, Gigi Hadid is dating a guy from The Bachelor and no one can handle it. No one can handle it. But now everyone's like started can handling you? it. The thing about 2019, we all start handling things way too quickly. <laughs> like, we're like, I can't handle it. And the next day we're like, I'm used to this. We're handling it. <laughs> we it's handled, handled like Olivia Pope. Remember that? We're still doing the, we're still doing the like performative, like, 
I'm crying. I can't deal with this, honey. But then like in 24 hours, we're like, it's just old hat. This is normal to me. Handled. Ivanka Trump breaks up with Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner starts dating Bella Hadid tomorrow. And we'd be like, breakdown, sweetie, like emergency episode. And by Friday, we'd be like, no more calls about this. We're done. No, like, please I stop. Mean, we're the, I mean, we're the like, we're even more fast moving than most too. Like, us Weekly will write 400 headlines before they're done. We're like, we talk about it for five minutes. We're done. <laughs> handled. It's handled, sweetie. It's handled. Okay, moving on. A few breakups, engagements, et cetera, that like I cared about for literally one second. And then again, we were done and with. And then you was... look at the, you made this, you <laughs> made this doc yesterday. Yeah. And I saw these breakups and I was like, <gasps> and I'm looking at them now and I'm like, do we have to talk about these people? Zoe Deschanel broke up with Jacob Pechenik. 500 Days of Bummers, as Raider Online. Zoe Deschanel is known for like four things from 10 years ago. It's crazy. That's <laughs> so sad. I'm sorry, but like 500 Days of Bummer is the Radar headline for this. I mean, the things she's known for are 500 Days of Summer, Hello Giggles, uh, Elf. No. Maybe. Not Hello Giggles. She and him. Things she's known for are 500 Days of Summer, New Girl, and the oh, commercial where she's like, is it going to rain, Siri? Is that rain? Yes, it appears to be raining. Oh. Let's get tomato soup delivered. I found a number of restaurants whose reviews mention tomato soup and that deliver. Good. Because I don't want to put on real shoes. No, I thought she was known for the commercial where she's like, that touch, the feel of cotton. Woke up today. She's known for the BuzzFeed story that was like, can you believe Zoe Deschanel without bangs? <laughs> it's like, that's like the number six thing she's known for. What else is she known for? Let's keep going. This list is good. <laughs> what else is she known for? She's known for being, um, she's in The Good Girl. Ben Gibbard's, she's known being for being Ben Gibbard's wife in like the funniest marriage that ever happened was Ben Gibbard and Zoe Deschanel because there's like 45,000 Death Cab for Cutie songs that are essentially called Zoe Deschanel mm-hmm. songs. What else? <laughs> what else? She's known for I don't I don't know. Oh, she's known that her sister's on bones. Oh, she's known for her she's sister known being for on bones. Her sister yes, being on bones. Oh, uh Zoe Deschanel, her sister's on bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What else? I'm looking at her like her sister's on bones. <laughs> what else is she known for? Her eyes. She can sing. She talked to she trees sings. in the happening. The happening tried to. The trees tried to kill her in the happening. That was over ten years sure, ago. Can sure, 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 sure. Can you sure. believe that? I know, but for such a long time, everybody was like Zoe Deschanel. That's like a type of actress, a type of. Oh, woman. she's known for starting the manic pixie dream girl trend. Yeah, like that was her whole but that's thing. That's the thing, but like, like specifically, she was in all the real girls, which is actually really great. No, I mean, I'm not saying she's bad. I'm just saying, what do we? You know, she really had a cultural impact on us. That's an incredible thing you said. She's known for four things 10 years ago. Yeah, but the, and they were big things. Yeah, they were yeah. big things. Yeah. They yeah. were. They were. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we were obsessed with her for a while, I gotta mm-hmm. say. We were. We and were. now it's over. What else is she doing? She's 
sewing a button back onto a dress. I don't know. There's so my, many like stereotypes about her that are so wrong that I are funny. Still. My favorite okay. thing about the Zoe Deschanel no. news is that I'm trying to end this. So were my you? Favorite thing, yeah. No, my favorite thing about the Zoe Deschanel news is what happens to celebrity divorce couples frequently or semi frequently. It's that you'll get news that like so and so you don't care about is divorcing so and so you don't care about and then the next day another publication will be like they've been divorced for like six months and no and no one knew no one knew and this yeah, happened that's here. the thing a yeah. source was they've like been they've been separated for several several months, months. several months <sighs> Hold on. wow i'm yawning wait we should leave that in i'm yawning oh my god do you need some sleep did you sleep well last night or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang It was too banging. Too banging. <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like mattress? made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like But there's a, soft, a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft, I like sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently. And that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial. And they offer a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, or many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Who is next on this wedding stuff? Uh, Jonah Hill and girlfriend Gianna Santos are engaged. Who is she? That's it. Who is she, Lindsay? Searches Gianna Santi immediately. Um, who is she, Lindsay? Gianna she, Santos? She's, she's... Lindsay, who she's is Jonah Gianna Hill's, Santos? Can you tell me? She's jo- Jonah Hill's fiance. When you search Gianna Santos, the top two stories are from, number one, the Times of Israel, and number two, the Jewish Telegraphic Agency. <laughs> uh, well, same, honestly. Who is she? Uh, according to uh, Heavy.com, five facts to learn well. about Gianna Santos. She was born and raised in New York City's Tribeca uh, neighborhood. So was uh, Jonah Hill is also from New York City. She's a photographer. Uh, she attended high school at uh, New York City Lab School for Collaborative Studies and went to College of Fordham, where she graduated with a bachelor's degree in communications and a minor in sociology. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. According to her LinkedIn, she's currently a content manager, beauty startup, fashion gray, has previously worked as a stylist, producer. So she's a fashion person. Okay. She has a sister. My favorite, my favorite fact on the one that I saw was she has a sister. Why did they know that? Because she Instagrammed a photo of her and her sister once. She has a sister. She has a sister. She's a hip-hop fan. That's it? That's it. All right. Well, we I'm, more interested we in, I'm more interested in Wyatt Russell being engaged to his mom. Wyatt Russell is not engaged to his mom. Or he's not married. You're saying he got, he got married, though. Sorry. Wyatt Russell is married to his so mom. So he's not married to his mom, but he did marry a woman who looks just like his mom. Which means he married a woman who looks just like his sister because his mom and his sister are identical twins. I mean, she really looks just like young Goldie Hawn. It, <laughs> she's good. She's this, is an actress named Meredith Hagner. Me is like, she, Meredith Hagner, she's in um, Search Party. Half of me is like, she looks just like Goldie Hawn. And the other half of me is like, she's just a pretty blonde one, like a white pretty yeah, blonde woman. Yeah, she really does look like Goldie Hawn. But though. she looks just like Goldie like, Hawn. I, I, part of me is also like, oh, she's a pretty blonde and they're all pretty blondes. But then if you get like one step deeper, you're like, she does look a lot like young. You're Goldie like, Hawn. she would be on the short list for a Goldie Hawn biopic. Easily a short list. 
If she would be on the short list for your mom's biopic, do not date her. Do not marry her. If she's on the long if she's on the long list. Marry her. Fine. This woman is short list material. She's in the running. She also like has a very she's in the running bubbly... to, she's in the running towards becoming America's next top Goldie Hawn. She also plays like a ditz on Search Party. So like she's Which is how Goldie Hawn became famous. She's also I know, that's why I'm saying she's also like qualified. They're married. They got married at Goldie's house, which is honestly great. I've never been there, but it's my favorite place in the country. Sure. I've seen it on Instagram enough. Yeah, she does. It looks yeah. so wonderful. She tapes a lot there of her on Instagram. She does so much stuff there. She and Kurt have a very warm home. Mm-hmm. It seems very welcoming and, again, warm. Uh, there's very spacious. It's like cozy. It's cozy. Mm-hmm. Everything looks mm-hmm. plush mm-hmm. in that house. Mm-hmm. And she's got a little gym. Mm-hmm. She makes her green juice there. Kurt's always in the recliner. Okay, what else? You know, like yeah. on his uh-huh. iPad, yeah. doing the... Um, crossword? The, the mini crossword. The mini crossword. Not the big the, one. That's too hard. It's one. so hard. No, he can do the daily mini. He can do the daily mini, though. He can do the daily yeah, mini. Yeah, the daily mini's nice. Goldie's in the gym drinking another green juice. Kate is over, like, in her caftan telling everyone to join Weight Watchers. Excuse me, WW. Wyatt's getting married in the backyard. Wyatt's very cute. Wyatt. He's so cute. He's a hunk. Wyatt's a hunk. He's a perfect mix of them. Like, he really is. He really, like, is a perfect mix of them. And he's the only one. Because the other two are the other I dad. I know. He's the golden child. And that's he why is. he's marrying oh, he's his mother. He's the golden child. That's why he's married. <laughs> do you think Kate talks about it? Do you think Kate and Oliver are like, this is a weird, right? Um, I think that they know that why it's the weird, golden child for sure. Are they like, it's weird that his that Meredith looks like our mom and me? Mm. I bet if they they definitely talk about it openly. Maybe. Goldie probably jokes about it's it. It's kind of so clear though. Like it's so Like obvious. imagine if she's at, in their house and like sitting in front of like an old photo of Goldie Hawn and everyone's just like, uh. <laughs> Are we not going to talk about the fact that it looks like um, the golden? Uh, what's next? A game of I don't know her? Well, I mean, I thought we might need it, but we don't yeah, we need it. No, it's been an hour. But we could. But did you have anyone? Oh, here's one. Like, why don't we do what? one that's themed to this episode? Okay. Does Goldie Hawn know who hmm. Tyler Cameron is? Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking of Goldie Hawn. So here's the thing. Well, here's wait, my thought process. Before I'm just going to talk you through it. I don't know her mm-hmm. is a game that we made up in which we ask each other if a them knows a who. And then the other person has to kind of like theorize and talk their way through the way that that person might know that person. It's not just a yes or a no. You have to explain why. You have to explain. You have um, to show your work. And also it's not even about like there are levels. It's like has have they met them? Would they know who they were? There's lots mm-hmm. of answers here. This is really tough because Goldie is such a um, – for being as famous as she is – private's the wrong word because I wouldn't actually call her private. I would just call her like she keeps to herself. Like I think like there's sort of a difference there. I know it's I semantics guess. but like yeah she doesn't do she's just not around much. She doesn't no. do much. She stays she doesn't home because she likes ton. attention. Yeah. Occasionally she's like in Kate's Instagrams like she's not this like guarded person. She just, she just doesn't seem like she's out here like hustling for she, these roles. She's really happy just being at her house with Kurt. Making a green smoothie and doing yoga. Yes. And so because of this, she is home a lot. But it's like, does she watch TV? Does she watch reality TV? I think that's the main question. And I don't, it's hard to know that. Like, does Kate Hudson watch The Bachelor? Because then she would tell Goldie about it. Kate Hudson definitely knows who Tyler Cameron is. Because Kate Kate Hudson is very notoriously like a big tabloid reader. Yeah. She's a big tabloid reader. She like openly reads all the tabloids. Kate Hudson also openly has a really, really close relationship with Goldie. So they're talking all the time. Um, so I'm sure things like this come okay, up. Okay, wait. I, I think I just maybe solved this, though. 
Okay. So this is from January 15th, 2019. That's this year. And the headline is Kate Hudson and her boyfriend, Danny Fujikawa, do bachelor night. So they watch The Bachelor together. Bachelor date night. So Goldie probably watches it sometimes too. Knows what The Bachelor is. Possibly because she sees her daughter talking about watching The Bachelor, watches The Bachelor. So that that would be my that would be my one way in, I would guess. And I bet she knows who she who he is. And even if she doesn't know him by name, she's like, oh him. The bachelor guy. Yeah, the bachelor guy. She definitely knows who the Hadids are. Yeah. Goldie, you think? Because I think they've come up. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Anwar. Up. She doesn't know who Anwar is. No, 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 no. Gigi and Bella. Gigi and Bella, not but She Anwar. can't tell them apart. She can't tell them apart. But she knows that they're the Hadids. Do you want for me? Uh, no, I can think of so one. So the really answer quickly. is yes. The answer is yes. Here's one. Here's one. How about this? Does Zoe Deschanel no. know who Janelle Evans is? No. Explain why. Zoe Deschanel's like entire purpose on this life is to not know who Janelle Evans is. But the question is, does she secretly know who Janelle Evans is? No. Just Zoe just but does Zoe Deschanel watch The Bachelor? Probably. But I don't think that she watches Teen Mom. And I don't think that Zoe reads tabloids. I think Zoe's been Zoe's like, I can't look at tabloids. Like I think You're that right. she like, has I don't think that Zoe is very different than what the stereotype of Zoe is. I actually don't. Like, I don't think that she's Mm -hmm. secretly like, like us. I think she actually is very much like the way that we've stereotyped her and portrayed her. I think she is like Mm a, oops. I think she is like a newspaper at home singing cotton songs in her cotton house. You know, she's listening to like shake, rattle and roll. She's like, got to change the record. She's doing all those things actively waiting for it to rain. She's not changing the record. The record's been going for like several weeks. (laughs) It's not like American horror story. (laughs) It's like you go into, you go into her house and like the record's still like, I just feel like there's... And you don't say anything. You're like, oh, it's the same record has been doing that. It's like there's levels of TV watching and like the bat, you know, um, Game of Thrones is one. The Bachelor is one. And then you have like two, three, four. You get into deeper TV. Like, well, do you, are you into reality shows? Do you watch Housewives? Do you Love watch Island. Love Island? Do you watch... Um, do you watch Teen Mom? Do you watch like then that's like further? And I don't even think I don't even think Zoe is like at level one. I don't think that she watches TV. What does she watch? She li- oh you know what you know what Zoe loves podcasts. Podcasts. Zoe loves podcasts. Yeah. I feel like she watches like old episodes of I Love Lucy on DVD or something that she like got as a gift. <laughs> yeah. No. I I I totally agree. I'm just trying to imagine her watching television, and it's hard. But that's that's because her Old stereotype movies. is so ingrained in our brains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She says things like, I love Lester Holt. And you're like, what? <laughs> she's like, you know what I she's mean? She's like, wait, like, wait, do tell me what you're going to tell me. Like, she yeah, makes jokes. Like, you're like, what? <laughs> I mean. I love podcasts. But then the only one she listens to is uh, This American, American Life. Life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Did you hear? Did you listen to This American Life last week? It's like, no, Zoe, I didn't. No, she's like, I love The Daily. Like, Mike Barbaro is oh, like she told my me. man. Oh, my God. Zoe loves The Daily. Yeah. Zoe loves The She's Daily. like, everything I know I learned on The Daily. Like, do you listen? It's amazing. She's listening to The Daily and making um, decaf espresso on the stovetop espresso maker. Yeah, the ones that take forever that are annoying. The ones that take forever that you that are impossible to master, but she's actually good at it, but it's decaf. Yeah, I mean, she's a kid. She's, like, busy. But, like, 
Zoe Deschanel owns a t-shirt that's like busy mom or whatever. Like she does. Okay. She owns t-shirts. Does she own the, does she own the t-shirt that says coffee, wine, Amazon Prime? <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> Have you seen all of these? Yeah, they're Everyone? amazing. Listeners, go to Google don't, and then search. Um, don't. Yeah, coffee, wine, and I run on coffee, wine, and Amazon Prime. Go to Etsy and search coffee, wine, Amazon Prime, and you will get eight million results. Everyone puts this on everything. I run on coffee, wine, and Amazon Prime. Sometimes it's coffee, Netflix, and Amazon Prime, or Netflix, wine, and Amazon Prime, but it always ends with Amazon Prime. Well, it shouldn't be coffee, wine. It shouldn't be... It shouldn't be two drinks and it shouldn't be two startups. It should be three different things. Well, let's see. Like I run on like coffee, Adderall and Amazon Prime or like whatever. Coffee, like coffee, cocaine and Netflix, baby. Like what are the three things? Oh, my God. Coffee. Oh, my God. This Quaaludes and Amazon Prime. It's surrounded in music notes and it says, here comes Amazon. Here comes Amazon right down my driveway. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is so fucked. Oh, my God, Lindsay. Wait. I run on caffeine, dry shampoo, and Amazon Prime. See, that's good because that's three. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, no, but I mean. This mom runs on coffee, Target, and Amazon Prime. No, you need to have three separate entities. It has to be like a drink, a, a show. Oh, coffee, dry shampoo is prolific over here. I mean, I just think that that's, in, I, I mean. Coffee, Netflix, Amazon Prime. What else? Starbucks, wine, and Amazon Prime. That's coffee. Coffee, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. It's just two things. You need three things, Mom. It, this just says this house runs on essential oils on Amazon Prime. That's MLM. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, what's another one? I love you more than I love my Amazon Prime deliveries. Oh, this house runs on coffee football and Amazon Prime. Uh. Doormat that says, if you are not Amazon Prime, go away. <laughs> That's not this how deliveries says, work. This, this one just says... Dry shampoo on Amazon Prime. That's it. It doesn't say I run on it. It just says dry shampoo on Amazon Prime. Oh, this is a new level of insanity. A doormat that says, if you are not Amazon Prime, Justin Timberlake, or bringing you Starbucks, (laughs) go home. I'd love to be a Pinterest mom, wait, but it turns goes out up to I'm her door Amazon and is like mom. reads it and it's like, nope, bye. <laughs> oh wait, here's one. Here's one. Uh, these two. <laughs> we only put on pants for pizza, wine, and Amazon Prime doormat. Wait, can I? Uh, a koozie that says I run on Netflix, spiked seltzer, and Amazon Prime. Oh, this is one. This is this is not a thing. I run on chaos, wine, and Amazon Prime. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? We haven't done Rita. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, let's do Rita. This is huge. Rita. What's Rita, Rita up to? This is huge news for us. It's like a Who Weekly crossover. Oh, yeah. Who is that? Like, how did, we is, do, how did we do this? We like, but it's we- the UK version. It's hard. If you're, if you're not... Wait. If you're Pizza, Amazon, or Joanna Gaines, I'm home on a doormat. <laughs> you should buy that. That's pretty funny. My two favorite um, Who Is That properties, is Rita that? Ora and The Masked Singer, are joining forces in the UK. Who else is qualified to host 
Mass Singer. The best thing about this to me is that Rita Ora was 100% at the top of their list to ask. Like, you know how she's never like at the top mm-hmm. of the list? Mm-hmm. That's her like, curse. This specific opportunity, Rita was number one. Well, I think it was almost number one. I, I she bet. was so she was, but she was so number one that they didn't even think about it. They're you like, know? she'll do it, and she's in. We got her. She'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because of course she'll do it. She's the perfect person for this. She's random, fun, free. I'm sure she's affordable in terms of getting her to be on this show. It's also she makes it harder for the for everyone else because like you would be assuming it's Rita Ora the whole time under the mask. Like, oh, is it Rita? Oh, she's here. And now you're like, oh, fuck, Wait, it can't be Rita. So who is it? The twist is that it's Rita and Rita is on the show, but also in the show. But how would they make her on the panel as well as they performing? can figure <gasps> it out? Oh, my God. They'll figure it out. If we can do Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5 and 6, we can put Rita on the stage twice. Her performance could be her performance could be entire a hologram performance and no one would know. I'm just saying we could do it because also she could li- she could sing the song and then the person could lip sync under the mask and it could be. Rita, like a Rita stand-in. But she would have to be on the panel as well. So she would have to actually be on the panel. I know. So it's a Rita stand-in. But then it's not actually Rita. But it is her singing. Listen to me. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. There are happen. eight smoking British people in a dark room at like BBC headquarters figuring out how to do this right now. They could figure it out. I, it's not hard. They have the technology. If they have the technology to make like a giant bee head or whatever, they have the technology to figure out how to get Rita Ora. Are you serious? Ken Jeong is going to be on the UK one as yeah, well. So God, he's smart. getting a lot of money. Yeah, it's going to be great. I- I'm excited for Dang. this. Mass Singer lives on. We still have it. I mean, the second season premieres here very soon. Like, we'll see if it still has its same magic. Who is that? My favorite My favorite story, I actually like this more than the Mass Singer story. She was wearing a Hello shirt. I love it. I looked for the shirt. I couldn't find it. It must be custom. It's amazing. She, she, there's not, there's not, there's no greater example of I mean, there, Rita Ora word, but... loving her press than Rita Ora literally wearing the logo of Hello Magazine logo in London. It's really good. I, I'm on the Hello Magazine shop and I don't see. I mean, they wrote about it. They said Rita Ora spotted wearing Hello slogan top in London. See the photo. And then the deck is, see, we're cool. But there's no link to buy it. You just really, you really want that shirt, don't you? I would definitely get that yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's cute. And she's wearing For like... For the fall? She's wearing like tie-dye sweatpant bottoms. She's so cute. Like, she just really knows it. She's like, this she will really get me press. And guess what? It got her press in Hello. Do you know that she also won... I think we brought this up of maybe a month ago now. She won mm-hmm. her Party and Bullshit case. That's really good. She won I'm it. I'm thrilled. That's been going on for years. years. She won though. Party came out like five years ago. Uh, longer. It was out a long time ago. Party and bullshit. She won. The person suing her wasn't the B.I.G. It was the people who B.I.G. sampled. Mm-hmm. So it was like sample of a sample of a sample almost. And Party, it's not like Party did amazing. It's not like this like very huge song. It's like fine. No, but I think what happens in that instance, you like give them a percentage of the royalties. Like so back. it's like she wouldn't go bankrupt. You know, like she wouldn't. Rita got permission from the B.I.G. estate, but then didn't, get, but then assumed she'd got, that they got permission from the original, like it's this like chain of command that like Rita Ora didn't follow up on. Meaning, and by Rita yeah. Ora, I mean like her people. Like she didn't do any of this. Yeah. It's like her people. It's like the people who wrote the song. Okay. She didn't know what was going on. She's done. Yeah. She was like, oh great, it's over. Yeah. Cool. Great. We're done. Thank you so much for um, listening to Who Weekly. Call us at 619 Who Them if you have any questions, comments, concerns. We might play them on Friday's show. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love it. Um, and. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, page, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and 
Support us on patreon.com slash weekly, and we will see you on Friday. Bye. 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 You will say that. Yo, 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 they want to know.